and welcome to the 69th episode of The Week with Roger, a conversation between analysts about all things telecom, media, and technology from Recon Analytics. I'm Don Kellogg, and with me as always is Roger Entner. How you doing, Roger? I'm good. I'm laughing, right? <laughs> yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So what's old is new again. Let's talk about C-Band. What do you say? It's Groundhog Day, right? Right. Right? It's like, ah, uh, when, when, when you think the thing couldn't get more ridiculous, it did, right? Mm-hmm. Now the Department of Transportation is doing wireless regulatory response. And thank God AT&T and Verizon are the adults in the room. So we have another two-week delay before they can launch so that the airline industry that didn't see this coming for years, even though they participated in it, can figure out which altimeters are working and not working. Even though that they have these, you know, real-world trials in 40 countries where they fly planes to and none of them have crashed, right? Right. So, you know, the industry has done this, the, the, the smart thing and the, the responsible thing because we all know airlines are perfectly capable of not flying anywhere where you would like to fly on time and cancel thousands of flights. So the industry said, like, we don't give them another excuse and and help them be even more incompetent. So the industry will roll out basically the same rules that France has, where no planes have crashed, right? even though we have like 500 megahertz of guard band, which is like ridiculous amount, de facto. And so we'll get C-band, you know, two weeks later. Hopefully by then, the airline industry got its head out of where no sunshine, you know, hits the place usually. And we have C-band. So that's that's when we'll get to experience C-band, presumably, and and. The other thing that's come out recently is Verizon has announced their plans for C-Band. Can you tell us a little bit about what happened there? Yeah, Verizon, I think, surprised and pleasantly surprised uh, a lot of people by really having the act together of launching C-Band in in all 46 markets, covering more than 100 million people, right, with a new device that has C-band millimeter wave and LTE combined in it, which makes them really, really competitive. A new new home internet device, correct. A new home internet device, and comes out with new price plans. And one of them, the top one, has no cap data, and uh, which is, they're now caught up with the other two guys, because probably they hurt them quite a bit with with that uh, little Verizon sli- a Slayer. And now, now they said, like, we can do this too, since we have C-Band. So it's, it's really exciting, right? Yeah, I thought what was really impressive was the number of markets they're rolling out, right? So they've got those 46 markets where they are able to turn the licenses on, you know, in, in a couple weeks here. Uh, and they're turning all of those markets on, from my understanding. So that's a huge lift from an engineering perspective to get all those markets ready to go. And I think, you know, my understanding, the speeds are much higher than you would get with, you know, low band 5G. So I think while folks on T-Mobile have been able to experience mid band 5G for a while in in some areas, 
uh, it'll be good for folks in Verizon to also be able to experience those much higher speeds all the way up to a gigabit in some cases. And I think they said an average of 300 megabits, which is quite fast. And in, you know, home internet territory in terms of how fast that connection can operate, you know, that's comparable to a lot of, you know, speeds that MSOs, for example, would offer with a, with a cable internet package, right? Yeah, and, and uh, you know, they, they're saying 10, you know, at least 10 times faster up to a gig. I was pre-briefed about that and had conversations with, with some of their executives. And the feeling I came away with was that the, the 10 times faster, the, like the 170 is more like the lower limit of what they think they can do. I think they, they will surprise us with how much of this will come much closer to, to a gig. And what will impress a lot of people is they're using the 4G grid for the C-band. And the impression I got was that there will be no no gaps. Where you have 4, 4G where, where they're deploying C-band, you will have 5G. And, and that is quite the engineering feat. And it goes directly against some of the things that T-Mobile was very outspoken about, that the propagation difference would make the Verizon and and later on AT&T implementations significantly inferior to the 2.5 gigahertz. And on paper, you would have to say, yes, right? 2.5 is lower than, than 3.7. But I think, you know, the higher frequency bands have frequently surprised us with better propagation that, than what we expected. And so it will be very interesting to see how this actually will translate in reality when we can actually experience the network. So it, it should be good. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting. I think the other thing that's really interesting about what Verizon announced was bundling or incentives for folks to bundle home internet on their plans, right? So if you're on one of those premium unlimited plans, they're willing to give you, I believe it was 50% off on your home internet if you go through through them as well. So yes, more, I think, different use cases for, for 5G and mid-band, right? So like we mentioned earlier, it's, it's now getting fast enough that you could conceivably replace your home internet with a wireless solution that would be roughly comparable to what folks were getting, certainly with DSL, but also all the way up to speeds that you would see in cable. And that's certainly the plan, right? And at the, the city conference, Manop Pouillet and Kyle Malady said exactly the same thing. They reiterated that. And I think there's quite an appetite of taking the fight back to, to the MSOs. And how should I paraphrase it? Let them have a taste of their own medicine. So competition is heating up in this market. And competition is heating up across the board. What's also very interesting is that this also applies to to business and SMB. And if the business is a a, a wireless customer, they get also half off. And then they can have the C-band 5G solution for $70 a month. And that's a fighting price, right? Especially... When you look at it as a failover connection for, say, SD-WAN, 
where you have a, a fiber connection, you have a cable connection, and then this third one, or even as a second one, you would have then the a wireless connection. And that would save you really a lot of money. And we all know that cable is getting more and more active in, in business, especially Comcast, right? And so this is a series of opportunities for Verizon. Right. So it sounds like you're pretty bullish on you know the new plans and offers and the technology. Where do you think this development kind of puts the rest of the industry or kind of the broader telecommunications space in general? Well, you, you, you know, you always pointed out that I'm very hard on on uh, Verizon and because I have ex- high expectations, right? So here they certainly stepped up and they will close, if not meet, the, the, the gap between them and T-Mobile. When we look at, at our net promoter scores, right, for network, Verizon is still leading ahead of anybody else. When it comes to network, net promoter score, I think this will help them maintain this network NPS score lead, and it will make it tougher for for, for AT&T, right? Mm -hmm. Now, the other lesson for us will be is like, how fast is fast enough in the eye of the consumer? Because on one hand, it's impossible to argue that faster isn't better, right? or you make a fool out of yourself. But when isn't it better, right? Or when does it it matter anymore? When it is in the imperceptible or less than a second difference area. And I think that's when when different things like speed come through, like latency and and device and mobile edge and all of that stuff that will make a, a, a transition. And that's why... We always talk about, you know, a next generation of technology reshuffles the whole competitive mix because also what matters expands and changes, right? In the the 3G world, you know, fewest dropped calls were still important. It's still important, but it's not what is the the, the conversation headliner, right? Right, right. I think it'll be really interesting to see how big T-Mobile's lead really winds up being on the network side, right? So, I mean, they've had a good year and a half, two years lead in terms of being able to deploy mid-band. Now Verizon's lighting up, you know, a third of the country overnight, basically. And we're going to find out how how good Neville's team really is, right? Because they've had a lot more time to work on this and and they've been spending less money than AT&T Verizon typically have on their CapEx? Well, Neville and, and his team are, are very good. I think we're, we're blessed with very good network teams at all three carriers, right? Chris Sambar's team is terrific as well. So they, they all are, are doing, you know, fantastic work. It's like watching the all-star game and then banging it out without knowing these guys are actually all-stars, right? It's They're all really, really good at this. Right, but somebody somebody's going to win. Is my point. Somebody's going to win. Somebody's going to win. Even in the All Star game, somebody wins, right? And so that that's we're going to find out who, right? I think the game just got a little closer than it was before, and it got a lot more excited, right? And by the way, same time when Verizon announced that you know their C band announcement, 
T-Mobile even provided a, a steeper discount on their uh, wireless to the home offer. And that's competition. And we mm-hmm. can't ask for more, right? Maybe that we're done now with the C-band shenanigans from the Department of Transportation and the airline industry. But other than that, I think we're, we're pretty blessed. And the assignment, by the way, the assignment phase for the 3.45 has ended. So we might even have the results by the time this episode airs or shortly thereafter. So keep your eyes out for that. All right. Well, that, that sounds like it might be our topic for next week. We'll see. That's all time. All the time we have for Roger. Thanks. We'll talk to you next week. Talk to you next week. 